How you doing, Ian? Great, man. How's it going? I'm I'm good. Thank you for uh, the late night session. I I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. From the Detroit Free Press, in the heart of the Motor City, this is We Lived It. The Free Press is collecting audio stories to aid the state's archiving of accounts from the pandemic. We feature Michiganders from all walks of life. And this is the story of Ian. Ian Slaughter, age 45, licensed barber. Ian lives in Redford and works at the barber station, a barber shop on Gratiot and Shane in Detroit. Ian's been cutting hair for as long as he can remember. His godfather gave him his first pair of clippers 28 years ago. In all that time, Ian's never had to face anything like this pandemic. And like many, he was skeptical of the virus at first. Where were you when you first even heard of what coronavirus was? Oh, wow. At home, CNN happened to be on. And so I was listening to him, but I was kind of just, you know, I guess kind of brushing it off. You know, I didn't really think it was that serious. Until I came to work and, you know, I started noticing my co-worker. Uh, he never really was really the sick type. And then I just started seeing him pop all these pain pills. He texted all of us, his coworkers, and said, you know what? You need to be taking this very seriously. Mm. But uh, again, I kind of brushed it off until uh, pretty much he got hospitalized. And it wasn't even a week. And I'm like, okay, wow, this is, this is kind of serious. It got real serious in mid-March. That's when Governor Whitmer started signing executive orders to close everything down. Schools shutting down. And then shortly after that, we hear from the governor that all barbershops need to be closed. So I'm just, my head is spinning like, wow, what is, what is going on here? And then just start seeing people just pretty much dropping like flies. In early April, Ian's colleague of 10 years, whose station was right next to Ian's, passed away from COVID-19. He was 50 years old. Seeing my good buddy, seeing him pass away in the first week of April after being hospitalized. So, yeah, it was... It was a pretty crazy time. Definitely, I was pretty much at home every day. I mean, got to spend some quality family time with my children and my wife. But it was, it was definitely an adjustment uh, just to stay at home and... <laughs> not go out of the house or if I was to go out of the house happen to wear a mask and then coming home and gargle with hot salt water or Listerine taking multiple showers a day I would basically just go to the grocery store or go to my parents or Home Depot or something like that and then I would just come back in take a shower, wash my clothes. Being stuck at home for two months gets boring, but Ian says he found a way to be productive during the quarantine. I finished up some projects in the house, 
that I've been putting off for years. Uh, got on YouTube and looked at a few videos just to make myself a little, make myself a better barber. Was there an urgency to want to get back to work at all? Um, no, after seeing the numbers rise, uh, I was kind of content with being at home. And my wife, she definitely didn't want me to go back to work any time, so she didn't want me leaving the house, barely to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Barbershops and other personal care services were some of the last businesses to reopen. And Governor Whitmer delayed reopening multiple times if the data and the experts didn't support it. When May 15th came, you know, I kind of anticipated, okay, she's going to push it off. Then after the 28th, uh, I was still content around the 28th. I said, you know what? Hey, we'll go back when it's, when it's time to go back. That time came on June 15th. A long day for Ian. I haven't had anything to eat. Um, so, extremely busy. This is like, yeah, this is my first time sitting down since I got out of my car at 7 a.m. The barbershop is refit with protective gear and equipment to keep transmission risk low. And as you can see, we have a lot more hand, hand sanitizer at the door, um, hand sanitizer at the stations. Uh, we're wiping down, squirting the chairs with disinfectant and alcohol. It was a challenge not to notice the large plexiglass shields hanging between each station. They also separated the chairs where clients wait. They even had social distancing stickers on the floor, each one six feet apart. Swapping out capes, spraying the capes down with disinfectant and alcohol. We're doing a lot. I asked Ian what it felt like to finally return to the shop after quarantining at home for over two months. He said it was nice to have time off from work and spend it with family. At the same time, he had to grieve a lost friend, a fellow barber. And upon his return, the empty chair next to Ian makes that more apparent every day. Amongst all of that, Ian manages to find the right word to characterize the moment. Well. It's kind of been bittersweet coming back, though. Bittersweet. We Lived It is reported and produced by Darcy Moran, Tad Davis, and me, Carrie Jr. II. Project materials are supplied by the Michigan History Center, with special thanks to Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marianne Struman and Anjanette Delgado, and our editor is Peter Batia. Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. That's 313-288-0370. And check out Freed.com to learn more.